Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Beat the Bell. I'm Ian Whitfield, joined here by Shane Riley. Shane, how are you doing today? Ian, I am phenomenal. I'm very excited for this episode as we'll uh, continue to discuss the NBA playoffs as we get into the finals. Um, uh, Most of our topics will be about the finals, and then we have one about the NBA free agency. Uh, So let's go ahead and jump right into it, Ian, getting into our first topic. Uh, after ter- after leading Toronto throughout the playoffs uh, to their first ever NBA Finals, should Kawhi officially be recognized as the best Raptor of all time? I'm going to go with yes. I think he is the best Raptor of all time, and it's because of the name of the game. I mean, it's winning championships, getting two championships, but obviously you want to try to win championships, and no player before on the Raptors has achieved that. So, I mean, Kawhi more or less single-handedly carried this entire like team and city to their first championship in the NBA, or first championship appearance in the NBA. He's the first player since Michael Jordan to hit a uh, winner-take-all NBA uh, playoff game at at the buzzer, so that's obviously iconic to go on his resume. He averaged 34.7 points, 9.9 rebounds, 4 assists, 1.3 steals, and 53% shooting over the seven games against the Sixers. And that just single-handedly shows what he did for this team to get them to that situation. And he single-handedly basically took down the NBA MVP in Giannis. So, I mean, to be able to stop someone like that and to stop the best team in the NBA, like, record-wise, that just shows, I think, how important he was to this team and how he was able to lead them to a championship run. Yeah, I do think Kawhi is a good player, but I think it, it's too bold of a statement to say that he's the best Raptor of all time, considering he's only, like, as you mentioned, he's only been there for one season. Um, it's not even set in stone that he's going to return next season, as there's been rumors that he's going to the Clippers or... You know, actually, really, no one knows where anyone's going uh, in this off season. But my best Raptor of all time, who I think is the greatest Raptor of all time, is Vince Carter. Um, he played there for seven seasons. Uh, his first seven seasons of his career, he averaged twenty three points a game. Um, didn't have the, you know, obviously he didn't have the postseason success. So I think that Kawhi, um, I think it's a good statement to say he's the best postseason Raptor of all time. But um, I don't think he's been there long enough to be considered the the greatest Raptor of all time. I just think that. Uh, you know, to be the greatest of a team, you have to be loyal to them, and, you know, we'll see how that comes in the future. So, I mean, he definitely can uh, get that, especially since he's had some postseason success. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Vince Carter is obviously one of, like, the best players of all time and is going to go down his history once he finally retires. But um, heading into our next topic, Shane, Golden State's been to the finals the past five years. Is this the year they're going to uh, get their fourth title, or is Toronto going to shock the world? Um, I definitely have to, I I think that it could go either way. Um, I think it all depends on Kevin Durant. I think that people have the argument that, you know, the Warriors have been um, more successful without Kevin Durant, but I think that they're really going to need him because, you know, you don't want Kawhi covering, uh, you know, a shooter in Klay Thompson or even guarding Stephen Curry. Um, you got it. I think that if Kevin Durant comes back, um, that the Warriors will be able to, you know, seal the deal and take their foreign, their fourth championship in five years. But I think without him, they're going to struggle as the Raptors have a really deep bench with uh, Van Fleet. Um, and I just think that it's going to be tough for them because um, Kevin Durant is very important to their team and their defense is phenomenal when, you know, you're missing your best player. And uh, I definitely think that, I mean, the Warriors will still give them a good championship, but I think the Raptors have a really good chance at taking it um, with the momentum they're carrying and how Kawhi Leonard is playing. So I think... Um, if they keep it going and the Warriors don't get Kevin Durant back, um, the Raptors can, can pull this one out. I don't see the Raptors winning the NBA title in any way, like any situation, unless maybe like Steph Curry or Klay Thompson uh, ends up being out for the series or anything like that. But they showed how well they can play without Cousins and Durant 
both like they had some like insane record. It was around like uh, thirty so uh, north of thirty wins and only like, about seven or nine losses when they play just the big three of Draymond, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry, and they just seem to have such a good connection those three because they've been playing together for so long. And there's no real ball ho- or ball or hogger on that team besides Steph Curry, and everyone's okay with that at that time instead of having two. Uh, obviously, experience I think is also going to help the Warriors in this aspect. The Warriors have ten players with a combined. 140 games of finals experience, not to mention the fact Steve Kerr has 27 as a player and 22 as a coach. And Toronto has 38, which out of their entire team. Obviously, I think Toronto will have some success because of their bench. And I think like Van Fleet, if he keeps doing what he's doing since the birth of his son, obviously is going to be huge for Toronto. But I still see the Warriors pulling this out. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a good series. Uh, getting into our third topic is this the year that Steph Curry finally gets the Finals MVP? Yeah, I'll I'll give it to him. <laughs> I mean, I feel I felt like he deserved it last year, and I remember watching the game with some friends, or uh, what was that game four? Yeah, it went four games uh, with my some friends, and they gave the MVP to Kevin Durant, and we all raged. And I thought I thought Steph Curry really deserved it. And this year, he's or he's done a lot with the team since Kevin Durant's gone down, kind of helping him with the sweep. And even though Draymond's been picking up his game, which he kind of has to and return to the lack of DeMarcus Cousins and uh, Kevin Durant, even though uh, DeMarcus Cousins might be returning later in the series, I still think Steph Curry, this is the year he will get it because obviously the winner of the championship will get the finals MVP. And I don't see anyone else on the team that can really step it up and maybe win MVP. I don't see Andre Iguodala getting another finals MVP. And I don't think Clay Thompson or Draymond will outshine Steph Curry. So I think this is the year Steph Curry will finally get his finals MVP and he will finally be solidified as Golden State's top guy as Kevin Durant will probably uh, leave in the summer. I think that, well, obviously, if the Warriors don't win, which I, I think that um, could be a possibility, but if the Warriors do end up winning, that he will get it. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Um, just because of how he's been playing in the postseason. I mean, we saw against the in the series against the... Um, the Trailblazers that he really was coming on, really hitting shots very well. I mean, the the, the Warriors were, I think they were down in almost every game, and then um, uh, they turned it around. They were leading for you know, almost, I think it was so much less mi- so many um, less minutes than the um, Trailblazers were leading, uh, but they still swept them in four games. Steph Curry was really lights out shooting, and you know when Cl- him and Clay get going, they really uh, kind of bounce off of each other, and it, it really becomes a uh, uh, really good sight to see. So I definitely think that. If if he keeps his momentum, you know, stays out of that funk that he sometimes gets in, um, he's definitely got it in the bag. You know, he can easily go north of 30 points in every game uh, if he's shooting like he can. So I definitely have to think that he can win the finals MVP. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who wins that after hopefully a good series because I'm excited. I think it's got a really good potential. Uh, Shane, finally, what free agent move do you think was going to shock the world this summer? I think it's going to be um, – Kawhi Leonard is going to be the biggest surprise. Um, you know, you've seen his postseason success with this team of, you know, the Raptors, but I don't, I don't think he, his heart is there. Uh, he's from Los Angeles. Um, many people would love to see him join LeBron and the Lakers, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I think that he's going to join Doc Rivers and the Clippers. I think that, you know, making the postseason after trading Tobias Harris and uh, getting rid of Avery Bradley, you know, no one saw it happening. And you got guys like Pat Beverly who show a lot of effort on defense, and Kawhi's kind of a guy. Um, he doesn't. He's not about the press, so I don't think that's why he, he would would want to go to the Lakers because really there's only controversy surrounding that team right now. Uh, you know the Clippers are kind of a team that just shows up and they do the job. Um, I think that 
that's something that he really liked, and I think many people would would love to see him go there. I know Toronto's going to be heartbroken if he does end up winning the finals with them that he's going to leave, but I just don't think his heart is set in Toronto, especially since it's out of the United States. It's kind of a, you really have to really love the environment. I just don't think he does. Yeah, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think he ha- really has his heart there either. But I'm going to go with Kyrie Irving to the um, Brooklyn Nets instead of the New York Knicks. And this is strictly because I think Kyrie Kyrie wants to be the center of attention, unlike Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard. But I think he's gonna he'll get a even bigger spotlight than where he is already if he goes to the Nets than the Knicks because I think the Knicks are still going to be bad, especially because I don't think they're going to be able to do everything that they think that they're going to be able to do. Obviously, that plan started to fall apart with the lack of Zion, and I think that plan is just going to keep diminishing. And if he goes, he's from New Jersey, so I mean, obviously, he'll still be in that area. He already uh, bought a house in New Jersey, so that's another big thing about uh, going to the uh, Nets. But if he teamed up with um, D'Lo, he would also have that uh, all-star partnership up um, in the backcourt, and then he'd also. There's also rumor that the um, Nets are picking a big push for Anthony Davis, so that would be a big push right there. And that if they can get like that almost solidified, I think Kyrie's to the uh, Nets is a very realistic uh, possibility. I think that would definitely shock the basketball world, but you know, I definitely could see it happening. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Beat the Bell. Uh, make sure to stay tuned for more episodes to come, and check out THS Press for more Titan news.